You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful Central Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. Super stoked to dive into the question at hand. This is episode 92. We're going to be answering the question, what's the difference between descriptive passages and prescriptive passages? Uh, For those of you who have been regular listeners of the podcast, you may have heard me uh, mention this in previous episodes, particularly over the last few episodes when we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and gifts of the Spirit, because I do believe that uh, misunderstanding the types of passages is one of the biggest errors, one of the biggest fallacies that leads people to bad doctrine uh, you know, around the topic of the Holy Spirit uh, and spiritual gifts. So uh, we have to understand that there are different types of text within the Bible. Some are prescriptive, some are descriptive. And this is not just in the Bible, by the way. Like This is not a biblical uh, hermeneutics law, so to speak. This is in basic grammar. Just go do a Google search of descriptive versus prescriptive, and you will find uh, immediately thousands of Google searches or pages will be pulled up uh, You know, just talking about prescriptive grammar versus descriptive grammar and how that plays into how we evaluate evaluate literature not just the bible but all sorts of literature um prescriptive grammar you know talks about how people use language or ought to be using language descriptive grammar on the other hand focuses on how language can be used to describe something not saying how it should be but kind of how it is. And so even within grammatical context, there's this understanding of a difference between prescriptive grammar and descriptive grammar. And when we come to the scripture, we have an understanding that there are uh, that there are moments where the Bible is being prescriptive and there are moments where, being, where it's being descriptive, right? There are moments when the Bible is giving clear instructions to you, the reader, right? It's giving you a command. And there are moments when the Bible is more more or less describing what happened, right? It's giving us the historical narratives. It's telling us the story of what actually happened, right? So there are moments when the Bible is prescribing to you and I, to you and I how we ought to live our lives, and there are moments when the Bible is describing things that God did with his people throughout the course of the centuries. And those are different types of writing, and that should play a part as to how we interpret the Bible. That's the overarching understanding we have to have that there are descriptions in the Bible and there are prescriptions in the Bible. If the prescription is clearly given to a, to a group of Christians, then it applies to all of us who are Christians. If the Bible is giving a description of what God did in the past, then we can learn lessons from it, but it doesn't necessarily mean we automatically follow that as a prescription for our life. If we build our doctrine on individual descriptive moments, we run the risk of coming up with some really bad doctrine. You see, like I said a moment ago, Descriptive passages of scripture are clearly very valuable because we can examine them and we can learn lessons about who God is, but we shouldn't build our doctrine on individual descriptive moments. We should build our doctrine on the trends and themes and patterns that we see. 
so as we look through the Bible and we read through all the descriptive narratives of the Bible, the history of what God did, we see trends, we see themes, we see patterns. We over and over again, we see things that God did and we can learn lessons about who he is. We can learn lessons about what he wants from his people and we can build our doctrine upon those trends and themes that we see over the course of scripture. We call this the centrality of scripture, the, the overarching patterns that we see. But we don't pick out one individual descriptive event and build our doctrine on that. That will often give us bad doctrine or give us a bad beliefs or misunderstanding of the character and nature of God. We can, however, clearly build our doctrine on passages that are prescriptive in the New Testament for Christians. Why? Because that's clearly why they were given to us. Like, there are epistles written by the apostles given to us for the clear purpose of being prescriptive for New Testament Christians. That is you and I, and we ought to be reading those passages with clear prescri- with a clear prescriptive lens. Now, how do you know if something is prescriptive or descriptive? Uh, in most cases, it's somewhat obvious. Like If you're reading, it's a, kind of the story of events of what happened, then then, then you, and it's descriptive, whether that's in the Old Testament or that's in the book of Acts or in the Gospels. It's descriptive. But there are some parts that are clearly prescriptive, right? When Jesus is preaching, his words are prescriptive. Um, the, when the epistles are being written by the apostles, those are clearly prescriptive. Like That is very obvious. Now, there are some times where it's not as obvious. How do we come up with it? We read through the whole passage or the whole text or the whole book. Don't just read one or two verses here or there. Read whole books at a time, right? Or read through books over the course of time. This is one of the many reasons why pastors should not preach mostly topical messages, but they should preach mostly through books of the Bible, right? Chunk at a time, chunk at a time, verse by verse, over the course of several weeks or several months so that your people can get a good understanding of the whole book. When you understand the whole book, you are much more likely to be able to quickly diagnose whether or not that passage is prescriptive or descriptive. The the more you understand about the entirety of a passage or the entirety of a particular book of the Bible, the more you will be able to clearly understand what is prescriptive and what lessons you can directly apply to your life. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I sure hope this has been helpful and insightful. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to tackle on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. And I promise I will respond to every email I get and do an episode on that topic. The email is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. It's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best way to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. <laughs>